to another episode of Facilities Five and Dime, brought to you by Smart Church Solutions. We know time is precious, so thank you for spending some of yours to learn alongside us. As always, we exist to provide the tools to make your facility run smoothly so that you can stay focused on your mission. Hi everyone, welcome to this first in a multi-part series on facility management. Uh, in essence, facility management 101, at least our take on it. Uh, my name is Nathan Parr, a facility specialist, Smart Church Solutions. Happy to be with you today. When we talk about facility management, we talk about church facility management, we kind of have to define it. Uh, so as we have this discussion, let's start and let's agree on this definition. Uh, so it's kind of a very technical definition, but hey, remember this definition. And when people ask what you do, uh, you can say this and it's very impressive. So in essence, facility management, it's this interdisciplinary field that's devoted to the coordination of space, infrastructure, people, and organization. Uh, simply put, our job is to coordinate the use of our building and to take care of the building and to assist the people and to organize the work uh, of the church and to facilitate the ministry of the church or the organizations we work for. So that's what we do. That's what facility management is, being a good facility steward. There's several different areas, core areas, that we need to talk about in order to be the best facility steward possible. Uh, real quick breakdown, you don't need to write these down because we're going to have multiple podcasts and you'll get it there, but we're looking at core areas. We're talking about things like communication, um, emergency planning, uh, security, being an environmental steward, sustainability of what we do, uh, the finance, the business plans, the the budgeting, things like that, uh, how we lead our teams, how we develop our long-term strategies, our life cycles, how we actually do the work, uh, and how we maintain the property, uh, how we coordinate projects, and really how we integrate uh, technology within our facility. These are all areas uh, that we need to understand. That's that interdisciplinary part of facility management and being a facility steward. You don't have to be an expert in all these areas. You need to be aware of what these areas encompass and what it takes. Uh, and that's the goal of this podcast, this series, is to give you some good starting information, some foundational stuff in each of these areas as we talk about them so that you can take this information and grow in what you do and how you do it. The first one I want to talk about is communication. In my opinion, communication forms the bedrock for everything that we try to do as a facility steward. Uh, without consistent, good, and intentional communication, no matter how hard we try, we're never going to be as successful as we could be. Communication starts with understanding that we communicate in multiple ways. It's not just the words that we say or that we hear. It's not what we write. It's not just the emails we send. There is written communication, there's verbal, but there's also passive communication. Now, I'm not talking passive-aggressive. Uh, we're all pretty good about that, and I think we all understand what passive-aggressive communication is. What I'm talking about passive communication is the, the story you tell without realizing it. Um, an example of passive communication is leaving an area in disrepair for a long length of time that's a type of passive communication. You're not actively saying anything except that I'm not going to fix this area. Uh, that area is not important to me to fix. 
there may be a different reason. There may be it, it may be part of a bigger project coming up or something. But if we uh, we leave things undone, if we leave things broken, if we uh, allow things to deteriorate without having a plan to fix or at least expressing that, that's a form of communication. And, and a lot of times, the the condition of our facility. That's where we really see this idea of passive communication, a facility condition assessment. We do a lot of those, and, and that's where we go in and we we just look and we take pictures. And, and I take a ton of pictures when I do these because the pictures tell the story uh, and it tells it very passively. It says, okay, this is what I am. This is how I exist. Now, how you take that and how, you, uh, how it makes you feel, the subjective part of it, uh, that can be up to interpretation, but the objective... Uh, part of, of taking a picture and just documenting that moment in time, this is what this look at. Uh, you know, that's a form of communication. We're, we're communicating our condition. The building is communicating. Uh, and it's telling a story. And a lot of times, the story that we put, say, on our website about our organization, you know, we're a happy church, we're a friendly church, we're a loving church, that all may be true. Um, and, and we touched on this a little bit about uh, in our first episode with Mark McDonald, but you know what we say we are versus what we show we are can be two different things. And again, that's that communication. We say we're a, a family, a church that loves young families, and we want to do this. But go into the children's area, and it's dark, it's dingy, uh, and it's in a state of disrepair. You know, we're communicating a, a different story, and we're doing it uh, in a passive way. Uh, so in addition to that, there's also that written communication. And so this is more than just sending those emails uh, and writing your team up when they when they fail. Not that any of us would ever do that. Um, uh, it's also, you know, signage, uh, correct signage. It's updating people, um, getting them the information they need uh, so that they understand what's going on and where things are going. And then, of course, we have verbal communication. We have the way we communicate with each other, talking with folks, having conversations. Part of this, and when we talk about uh, communication, we, we need to talk a little bit about communication preferences. And so as a facility steward, you're going to need to spend a little time digging in and understanding uh, not only how you prefer to communicate and receive communication, but you also need to take the time to figure out how your team and how your coworkers prefer to receive communication and to give communication. Your communication style and your preferences may not match with those that you work with. And that can cause conflict. That can cause us to to miscommunicate um, because my style of communication may come across harsh to some. Uh, your style of communication may come across as flighty to me. Um, that doesn't mean the information that either one of us is trying to exchange is invalid. just means that we have a communication style, a, a preference that is different. There are lots of tools that you can use, and I encourage you to take advantage of this. Invest in your team. Invest in this skill set. Uh, find out how you communicate. You can do the uh, personality profiles. You can do the testing to see if you're the, the Enneagrams or the EM. To, and I'm not going to quote them because, hey, we don't have an agreement with any of these folks, but you know what I'm talking about. You can have these tests. You can probably find somebody within your organization or in your community that can help not only administer these tests, but then help you with understanding the results. This is a great way to invest initially in your team and in your facility. Uh, the better we understand how we communicate and go back and forth, the more positive progress we can make in taking care of our facility. We can reduce these hard feelings, these this hurt 
this anger that does develop when miscommunication occurs. Uh, you may hear me say something and it may offend you. It elicits this subject of this emotional response and from that point forward until we can resolve that we can't get the objective work done efficiently and effectively. Uh, so communication again that's why this is this bedrock skill uh, and understanding that you need to develop as a facility steward. This also is important when we think generationally. My life experiences don't match my young children's life experiences. I, I grew up in a different era and time. And I'm not going to go into, oh, Gen X, Millennial, and yada, 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 Boomer, all that fun stuff. No. Uh, while we can make funny little comparisons and we can say that, the reality is if you're my age, you have a different set of life experiences than, than my son, uh, who just graduated college, than, than my youngest, who's, who's still in middle school. They're experiencing life differently. They've got access to technology, access to things that I you know, wouldn't even dreamed of necessarily when I was growing up. We have to understand that, and that's part of that communication is understanding. You know, We can't just assume if you don't understand something the way I do that you're being obtuse or that you're just being a young whippersnapper and, and, and that's just not cool anymore. We can't. we got to get rid of that. You know, um, We're there because we're committed to the work. We're there because we're committed to the mission. Uh, and it's worth it to, to accept that there's going to be some generational differences, but that doesn't mean we cannot work together. In fact, we should. And one isn't necessarily better than the other uh, because the mission that we're serving is older than all of us. Uh, and it hasn't changed. You know, It's been the same beginning, middle, and will be the same at the end. Other part is is understanding who your audience is and tailoring your communication to that. That doesn't mean you have to put on the high customer service voice when you're dealing with certain people and, and it can be gruff with the others. It's just understanding you've got multiple audiences that you need to speak to uh, and how you communicate with them is going to help determine how successful you are. Uh, how I communicate with a vendor is probably going to be different than how I communicate with a guest versus a member versus a staff versus a teammate. You get the idea. Um, but in all of those different ways that we communicate different audiences, the integrity of what we're saying and how we relay it has to be top, has to be 100%. We have to be honest in our communication. And I know some of you are thinking, this this is Smart Church Solutions podcast, and, and this is a, a church audience. Why do you have to stress being honest? Because I do. We have to be honest uh, when we communicate. Uh, if we need a project and it, and it needs to be done sooner, we need to be honest about communicating when it's an emergency versus when it just needs to be done. Uh, because if everything is made into an emergency, nothing is an emergency, right? Uh, so we have to be honest in that communication. Uh, if someone asks us if we can get something done, we have to be honest if we can get it done within the time frame and the uh, resources we have versus if we don't. Uh, we just have to keep that up. And then Finally, kind of this last thought on this first section is remember as a facility steward, and sometimes we don't realize this, as a facility steward, you represent the, the church, your organization. You represent who you work for. Uh, and that means in all circumstances, you know, uh, even if you're off the clock, if they know you work there, uh, you represent them. Uh, and that's important to remember uh, how you treat and talk and deal with people outside is also communicates who your employer is. 
and think about that. Uh, that that's a that's a harsh reality to get to. But uh, if I'm out at the store and someone does something crazy and I want to you know get all mad and yell at them, uh, if they have never been to church or they don't know, but they see that I've got a church logo on, or they find out later that I'm uh, work for a church or some sort of uh, nonprofit, that may be the only introduction they have to a believer, uh, to someone who works uh, for your particular mission field. Uh, and are you are you communicating the right thing to these folks when you do that? Uh, and so even in facility and as a facility steward, it's not just the pastoral staff that has to be uh, cognizant of how they act outside in the public. It's also your facility team. So when you're out running, getting supplies, when you're talking with that contractor, when you're uh, just out doing anything, uh, you, you represent you represent your church. You represent who you're working for. So um, communication, bedrock. It's a bedrock skill. Hopefully uh, you got this. Hopefully this sparks something in you. Again, invest in your team. Invest in the time it takes to uh, find out how you communicate, how you prefer, how your team prefers, and, and work on that. Set in time. Not only just learn about it, uh, but set time to talk with each other about it. Have meetings uh, when you're not stressed, when you're not trying to get something done to have this discussion. This has been part one, uh, part two coming up next week. Hope to see you uh, on next week's episode. Uh, if you have any comments, uh, let us know. We'd love to hear the feedback and have a great rest of your day. We appreciate you being with us for this episode. If you have any questions or would like to connect with us further, please reach out to us at training at smartchurchsolutions.com or at any time on our website, smartchurchsolutions.com. This podcast of Facilities 5 and Dime was brought to you by Smart Church Solutions.